2: Book Buzz, HarperCollins Book Buzz. Check it out. Do, 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 do. Book Buzz, Harper Collins Book
3: Buzz. Brought to you by Library Love Fest.
1: Welcome back to the Library Love Fest podcast. I'm Lainey, and I'm joined here with.
2: Virginia and I'm Christopher.
1: We're excited to do another episode about library reads. Every month we get to tell you uh, which HarperCollins books made the list and this month we are excited to come back and we have some author audio clips so be sure to stick around for that but before Chris you want to tell them who was selected for the list this month? I'd
2: love to so this month being April We have three authors selected, the first of which is The Night Always Comes by Willie Vlotton. Fantastic, we're so excited. The second book on the list is Second First Impressions by Sally Thorne.
3: Yay. Yay.
2: And then we have a Hall of Fame author whose latest publication has been selected. Jocelyn Jackson, mother, may I? Congratulations, Jocelyn. Uh, so, as I mentioned, Jocelyn is already a Hall of Fame author. After you have two books selected for the list, any subsequent selections uh, place you in the Library Reads Hall of Fame. So, uh, a librarian favorite for a long, long time. We're so excited for Jocelyn. So congrats again, Jocelyn. All right, so Lainey, what's next? Yes.
1: So our favorite part of this announcement, we get to hear a audio clip from authors where we uh, we used to call them. Sometimes we get clips depending on where they are, but we combined that a little this month and we uh, it's the first time Willie Blotten has made the list. So we all knew that we had to call him along with his editor and tell him in person.
2: Yeah. I mean,
4: if you all have been following
2: us at all over the years, you know, we adore really all of his books. This is the sixth novel um, that takes place over the course of two days and two nights and follows a desperate young woman, Lynette, who is racing the clock trying to collect enough money to put a down payment on her family's home in a gentrifying Portland. And she uh, has to face some Danger, some seedy characters, and also her own troubled past, uh, to hopefully come out of this with the necessary money to again find a place to stay, have a space of her own for her, she and her family. He's just brilliant. Um love this book.
0: Honestly, just listening to you say that makes me want to go back and read it again. I'm not I am not just saying that. So
1: enjoy a clip from us speaking to Willie live through. The magic
3: of Zoom. <laughs> hey guys,
1: how are you?
3: I'm good. How are you doing?
0: So um, Willie, the library marketing department, Chris Connolly, Amy Mays, and I—we just we just want to like check in, and we're so excited to just like have a second to talk to you, and we're super jazzed to have Amy Baker here with us. Chat, uh, Amy, your editor, and. V.P. Associate Publisher Harper Perennial. Amy, thanks for taking the time to join in the conversation. Of course, well, you know, I know what a special place libraries hold in Willie's heart and how he, you know, enjoys talking to the librarians and always makes an extra effort there. So, you know, we're always happy to come on and talk with this team um, about reaching out to the libraries.
3: Yeah, thank you for for caring. I mean, I really, really, really appreciate it. I'm I, I'm just sad that I can't go in person to, uh, and hit more libraries, but but you know, maybe for the paperback.
0: Yeah, for sure. And you know, Chris and Lainey, you guys want to say anything? I mean, yeah, you, know, you guys are such great fans of Willie's books.
2: Well, yeah, and is the librarians, love you, Willie. I think we see that with every publication and. Uh, Again, we're lifelong fans. You've made so many with each book, whether It's the Night Always Comes or Don't Skip Out on Me. Uh, it's been really special to see that develop and grow. And yeah, we do just appreciate everything you do for us. It's always special to work on your books and your publications. So thank you.
3: Oh, no, man. Thank you. I mean, I really, really appreciate it. You have no idea. So uh, thank you. It makes me feel really good.
1: Uh, that's nice. Uh, totally agree you have those librarians that are so eager to get the next book and also just new fans continue to to grow every time they read a book so thank you
0: Willie I don't know um so you know we're we're continuing to spread the word about your book I don't know if you know about uh, library reads that's a list that comes out every month and librarians across the country I mean you know a bazillion books are published every month and um librarians vote on the ones that they are loving the most. So the, um, and the list only reflects 10 titles. So it's a, it's a huge field from which they, they pull 10 titles that, uh, you know, that make the list. And then of course that is amplified throughout libraries throughout the country. So um, just one thing that uh, we just all wanted to say to you is um, congratulations.
3: Congratulations.
4: The
0: night <laughs> of this comes has made the April reads list.
3: Wow, that's pretty huge, guys. Right? <laughs> wow! Hey, thanks, you guys. That's really huge. Congratulations! Wow. Yeah, we're thrilled. This uh, this book feels like like it's doing something a little different than the other ones, at least so far. Uh, hopefully that'll continue. Hey, that's great! Man. Yeah, you cheered me up on a Monday.
0: <laughs> Yay! Uh, right. We're thrilled. We're just thrilled when we we found out. We just we couldn't wait to tell you. We couldn't wait to tell Amy, and we we couldn't be happier. Honest to God, um, you know, your books are just so. They're so big. They're so beautiful. They're they're so real and rich. And um, you know, we just love that uh, librarians have um, you know recognized this book and gone back and now reading your backlist books and it's just wonderful Willie you are just one of our favorite authors at this house and congratulations on behalf of us librarians.
3: I'd take us all out to celebrate if I could but but maybe next year. Well uh, maybe
0: when we all get vaccinated you could take us out Willie.
3: I I can't wait I can't wait but I'm lower (laughs) on the list I think. uh, But uh, thank you so much I feel that really makes me feel good. And, and hopefully that helps the book stay alive a little bit longer and then, and we'll get, yeah, that's great and I'll get to go visit more libraries. They would yeah. love to
0: have you.
2: They love and you. really uh, for future Mondays, we have a list a mile long of librarians who are first time readers of you from this book and just the reactions, like people who are taking time to email us and write paragraphs about you and the book and then rushing back to read your backlist because you know you have longtime fans in the community and they're amazing. But yeah, the amount of new readers that you've opened their eyes say, it's, it's- That's it's,
0: great. That's it's great. Really we've special, seen, we've so. seen that on the bookseller side too, which is great. You have your like tried and true fans who have come to every book, but it is, you know, getting out there in a wider way, which is fantastic.
3: Oh, oh, hopefully this doesn't mean the end of the world is really coming. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think, I don't feel that way. Yeah.
0: now the sun's yeah. peeking through the clouds yeah. um, we're so happy for you
3: oh, I'm and, really happy I'm in a great mood now so thank good. you so yeah. Um, yeah.
0: yeah the book is great we love Lynette just all the Lynettes out there
3: yeah yeah I like Lynette a lot and um, yeah people the people that like her like her they understand the people that understand her really seem to understand her so. yeah yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. She's. Uh,
3: if that makes any sense, it know.
0: does. It makes all the sense in the world. I mean, she's somebody. She's relatable and she's admirable. I think you know, not given up. You know, despite everything. Yeah. Um, in spite of everything, it's great. She's wonderful, and I think that you know, I don't know. I mean, I think that um, <clears throat> this is a story that uh, and a character. Oh, that mother! I just think that um, people need that right now you know so i'm glad you wrote her
3: me too yeah you never know what people are going to like i i was scared about this one more uh than any of them uh well, i don't know. You just know i don't know i i guess i guess you know i thought the most mainstream one i did was don't skip out on me but people were really i think some people get scared of boxing or or uh uh or the small town kind of desert ranch stuff. But I guess with this one, cause it's a little more noir, really. It's more action. Yeah. And um, so I didn't know if people would like it at all, but it's it's really, <laughs> obviously, whenever you do something and people like it, you're like, thank God, <laughs> you know? So, uh, you know, I dodged a bullet, so that's great.
0: Well, it's also, I mean, if you, you know, people are careful about it and, you, and we don't give away the, uh, you don't know how it's going to end, you know, and some of your books don't, they don't win. Sometimes you win and sometimes you lose and you don't know what's going to happen with her. And I think that's the journey. I think that's what's so um, um, gratifying. The journey is, is the, the read is wonderful. And then if you, if you're in need of a good ending or, you know, a victory, that's, just wonderful to get to that, you know? Doesn't always happen.
3: No, no. <laughs> like life. Like life, She yeah.
2: reckons with her anger, too. I feel like people have been so angry and that, that, yeah. that means so much and then it represents so much more than surface level just being angry. But yeah, there's something about that, like how she reckons with her anger. And I think a lot of people are yeah, because probably I think gonna that be doing her, the same.
3: That was her only power, I think yeah. she... You know, that was the only time she could get control of her life is—is is she would explode, and then, like people do when they get really angry, everybody backs up and is scared, and yeah. uh, and you know, so she finally would get power, but that's no way to live. But uh, you know, but that but that was her only her only like source of independence. Really, was when she would stand up and and kind of break down because I always felt. With Lynette was always kind of like an, a servant G- grew up a servant to her mother and her brother and, and that's a hard way to live.
0: Well listen, congratulations again. Thank you.
3: For thank that. you and thanks because you guys made it happen. So thank you. I mean that's yeah. really nice you guys and very cool. I feel great. So
0: this is this is an amazing team and they truly have been like laying the foundation for this book after book after book. So we're thrilled that you know it's happening for this one.
3: Good. Oh I'm really thrilled too. Thank you so much. How are you guys?
0: Ah. Nope. You 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 paid us. You gave us you gave us wonderful wonderful stories. It was great to talk to you. Great to see you.
3: And yeah uh, thanks you guys I really appreciate it. And um and all right. Okay. See you guys.
0: Oh, so happy for him. His books are so wonderful, and it's so—it's um, just a thrill, literally a thrill—to to see his book make the Library Reads list because um, he's just—he's just a terrific writer, wonderful person too.
2: Just yeah, I think he's someone you can give to so many different types of readers, and I think they'll be affected, and I think they'll want to tell other readers about it. He's just someone who's so winning. As hard as some of the stories are, they—they're unforgettable. So we're so excited for Willie and depending on when you're listening to this we are going to have him on facebook live to celebrate his selection that's going to be
0: march 18th
2: yeah so either you can watch the replay or join us live depending when you're listening again that's march 18th we're going to have willie on along with some librarian guests we're going to gab we're going to celebrate we're going to talk all things willie blotten and again willie will be on the episode with us so do join us. Do check it out. We
0: might we might toast him with a beverage. He's always talking about how he wishes he we could all meet in person so he could uh, take us out for a drink. And so I think uh, I think we should raise a glass to
1: Willie. That'll be fun. That'd be great. It's always a treat to talk to Willie, so getting to call and tell him Part, it, we surprised him. I hope that came through on the audio recording because he was very confused as to why he was just cold <laughs> called to talk to librarians. But he, as always, he's up for anything and he always loves talking to librarians. So he was down. And I think that was a really nice audio. Um, so next, let's hear from Sally Thorne. She's going to tell you a little bit about the book, but I just have to say, I am a huge Sally Thorne fan and this third book you know she does such a great job bringing quirky characters together and just gives you a really really lovely rom-com that uh but the characters are so strong and so deep and you you get you have make a connection with them so please if you haven't read second first impressions please do um but let's hear from sally herself
4: hi my name is sally thorne and i live in canberra australia i'm best known for my debut novel the hating game which has been adapted into an upcoming movie starring Lucy Hale. So many readers have told me that it was a librarian that first put that book into their hands, so thank you. I am delighted and so honoured to be selected as one of the top ten library reads for April for my upcoming novel, Second First Impressions. This is a book about a young lady who feels very old. Ruthie Madonna works on the front desk of a luxury retirement villa called Providence. She dedicates herself to her elderly residents and neglects her own personal life. Ruthie lives on site, and let's face it, at this rate, she's going to retire at Providence. Just as she decides to maybe dip her toe into the dating scene, she's mistaken for a little old lady by a gorgeous guy on a motorbike with the most beautiful hair she has ever seen. Stinging from that humiliation, she learns he's Teddy Prescott. He's the son of the property developer who has bought Providence, and he's in town to crash in the cottage next door to hers, until he saves enough to open his own tattoo studio. Teddy needs a job, and Ruthie finds she might just have the perfect revenge on Teddy. Her wealthiest and most eccentric residents, the Parloni sisters, are in need of a new personal assistant. They only hire young men with the sole aim of breaking their spirits with outrageous demands, and none have lasted longer than a week. This is a good way for Ruthie to rid herself of the nosy, funny guy next door who keeps helping himself to her shampoo. But Teddy proves himself to be the ideal hire. No matter what is thrown his way, he just will not quit. He charms and dazzles the entire Providence community. And Ruthie begins to wonder if he's lying on her couch and looking at her like that because he might stay or love her or defend Providence from his developer family when it's needed the most. Or will he blow away on the breeze again? When I was a kid, my parents took me to the library once every two weeks and my entire life revolved around that trip. Surely my library card was the first thing I ever had to put in a purse before I ever had money or ID. I used to be able to choose my own books and it made me feel so important. And I still associate libraries with something so powerful, choice. And I know that librarians are integral in helping readers find their next escape. Please know that your work is so important and has really big impacts. Thank you for supporting my work and I hope Second First Impressions is a choice that readers make with your help. I hope readers find this book to be the book equivalent of a warm, fluffy blanket fresh out of the dryer. It's cozy, comforting, pure, weird and very Sally Thorne. Readers who loved The Hating Game will love it. It's a book about someone who needs a little nudge to come out of her shell. Thank you so much for choosing Second First Impressions as a library reads for April. I'm so honored. Thank you.
1: I love that she said it's very Sally Thorn, which I think describes it perfectly. You know, sometimes it's hard to put into words, but because it's such a feeling. But she really does just have a a very unique way of storytelling, and her characters are always very funky and fun. I love it.
0: Also, the the feeling of the
1: the book coming out of the dryer
0: like a blanket. That I mean, hello, yes, please.
1: She's so lovely. She is. So we're doing author Instagram takeovers. And on the 16th of April, Sally Thorne will be taking over our Instagram. So be sure to come and take a look. She has some fun things planned. Last but not least, we want to go to our Hall of Fame author this time. Second time in Hall of Fame. So double Hall of Fame. So here's a little audio from Jocelyn.
5: This is Jocelyn Jackson, the author of Mother May I?, and I just wanted to thank Virginia and Chris and Laney for giving me yet another opportunity to talk to some of my favorite people on the planet, librarians. And thank you guys for inducting Mother May I into the Library Reads Hall of Fame. The kind of support I have gotten from librarians throughout my whole career has been so moving and so important. Especially since, you know, I am a person who grew up in libraries. We we moved around a lot when I was young and I was gifted with the kind of mother who would find the library in our new town before um, before she found the Piggly Wiggly. So it's a safe place for me. It's the most egalitarian institution we have in this country at this point, um, maybe ever. And so I, I, I can't even tell you how much this means to me. Um, Mother May I is a very personal story for me. You know, it's a, it is a a thriller with a sharp Me Too edge and it is very meaningful to me. And I know that being in the Library Reads Hall of Fame is going to help it find its readers. It's about a woman named Bree Cabot who grew up on the hairy last rung of the middle class, um, where you're fine, you know, you're not food insecure, and you have a place to live. But just one bad thing. I remember when I was very little, my mom, we were in the grocery store, and she lost a $5 bill. And she sat down in the grocery store and, and she cried because of what that meant to our family for the week. So Brie has grown up this way. But much like me, Brie was lucky and she got opportunities and she got to go to college. And then, you know, she ended up marrying very well, old Southern money. Here's where Brie and I diverge. <laughs> but she ended up marrying old Southern money and she now lives a very upper class life. Her, her relative, her in-laws are absolutely wealthy. And one day she's at her middle school daughter's private school and she has a new baby, Robert, and she looks away from Robert for one second and he's gone. And, um, and in his place is a note that says, if you ever want to see your baby again, go home. And, and she soon learns that like the person who has Robert is someone who grew up like she did. And it went the other way. Like they didn't find that $5 bill in the grocery store. They didn't have those opportunities. And it's a thriller about two women each fighting for their own child. And I'm so grateful that you're going to, you wonderful librarians are going to help it find its way into the hands of readers. Wow.
1: really wonderful and she that book is so thrilling but also book clubs are going to love this book because there's so much to dive into and it is about motherhood um and if you haven't had a chance to see jocelyn on our door-to-door episode we had her on facebook live a few weeks ago you can go watch that on youtube or facebook um at library love Fest. but you should go hear her talk more about the book because it's really it was really wonderful that conversation
0: she's terrific and love by librarians, and her books always deliver. And her interview with her editor on the podcast is amazing. I mean, that's such a cool interview too, just to listen to her talk about you know how she writes and her approach and a bazillion books that she reads. I mean, her suggestions for people who want to um, attempt to write a book is really so spot on. She knows what she's talking about, never dials it in. They always pack a punch. And she's got great advice, you know, a really cool conversation that she had with her editor. It was very eye-opening, informative. Plus she's wild. She's just got such great energy. She's really fun.
1: Well, I think that's all for us. We, it's personally my favorite, one of my favorite episodes we do each month because we get to hear from the authors and tell them really fun news. Um, And I don't know. It's just like a little little present that I get in my inbox with their audio clip saying how much they love librarians and how thankful they are that you've read the book, you loved it, you voted, and it showed. Um, So big congratulations to all of our authors on the April 2021 Library Reads list, and we hope to see you next month.
2: Bye. Bye, everyone.
1: Thank you for listening to the Library Love Fest podcast. For more information on this week's episode, go to librarylovefest.com. Enjoying the show? We would love to hear what you think. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at Library LibraryLoveFest and on Instagram at Harper Library. Be sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and share the show with a friend. Lastly, if you enjoy our show, we bet you'll enjoy all of the other podcasts from HarperCollins Publishers. Find a list of shows at HarperCollins.com forward slash podcast. See you next week.